You're listening to Lighten Up with the Declutterista, and I'm your host, Becky Bass, the Declutterista. I'm all about having fun with mom life, decluttering, and interviewing inspiring guests. So I'm just going to tell you about some uh, tidbits of my life. I don't know if I like tidbits, nuggets. I think I'm going to say nuggets. Um, things that have just happened recently. Um, so I have a Pepper Lane colleague, organ, fellow organizer. I'm going to give her a shout out, Emily St. Martin. And um, she brought me in on a really nice job, nice family, and really enjoy working with her. And it's kind of funny because she brought me a muffin top. And, you know, muffin top, when I think muffin top, I think midsection, but I also think it's supposed to be like a healthier version of a muffin because it's less food. But this was a massive muffin top. Okay, so it's like the size of a muffin. And she brings it in. I'm thinking when I hear about a baked good or, you know, ice cream, I'm not thinking, oh, I'll eat it later. So she brings it in and it just kind of sits there and we go to work on organizing and decluttering. So I'm thinking about the muffin top. I'm like, okay, like we're not at that level where I can just be like, where's the, why can't I have it right now? So at the end of the job, I bring up the muffin top and, um, you know, it's kind of awkward. It's like, was it for me? Are we splitting it? So we're still kind of doing like the niceties. So we decide to split it. And, um, you know, when you're becoming friends with someone, you, you probably don't want to be that person that takes the bigger half, but I just went for it. So I was joking with her that like, we're at that level where I can like be my true self and get the bigger half. I guess my truest self would be like, you said it was for me. Can I have the whole thing? <laughs> so anyway, shout out to Emily for uh, being awesome and giving me a muffin top. And I think it's hysterical they're calling it a muffin top because it's massive. Another thing that comes to mind, um, what did we have? Oh, I think it was a, at my mom's house. It was a birthday party for my son. And I walk in the door. I didn't really know what was happening because it kind of happened as, me, as soon as I walked in. There was like a little circle of either poop or chocolate on the floor that fell. And so my mom has a tiny dog. And so my sister-in-law goes to pick it up, worried that the dog was going to eat this chocolate. But in fact, it was the dog's poop. So it was a very quick, rushed situation. Like, no, 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 Kim, don't get it. Like she was going to pick it up with her bare hands. Anyway, that's another funny thing that happened. And also we have something new in our family. Um, my daughter is seven and just lost her first tooth. And it's a big deal. I don't know. It's just funny how you don't really think about how big these certain things are because you kind of forget how exciting it was when you were little. But the tooth fairy's big situation, like she's been right. There's been a slight wiggle in one of her teeth and she's been writing notes to the tooth fairy, like arrows and just a lot of directions. And finally, it was so cute. Um, I pick I do the car pickup line and um, she I've never seen her so happy running to the car. She lost her tooth. You know, she had the whole story about how. She looked in the mirror and there was blood and then she went to the nurse, but she didn't know where the tooth was. The nurse gave her a treasure, uh, they call it like a treasure chest, shape of a tooth, super cute. And then her friend knew what to look for because she lost other teeth. So she found the tooth. So excited, so happy. So I'm having an internal conflict. Um, you know, I, she's, this is a big deal. So I totally, I think I screwed this one up, honestly, because you know, I'm hearing figures of like, how much is the first tooth or how much do you, does a tooth fairy bring? I'm hearing 10 to $20. You know, I hear that figure from the schoolyard, right? And I'm like, oh God, okay. And then I asked this woman at karate who I don't know, just trying to make conversation because I can't like not talk to people. 
And she says, oh, where, what tooth is it? And I'm like, what the heck is she talking about? So apparently the top or like the two front teeth are more expensive. She's like, well, those are a dollar and the bottom ones are 50 cents. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to fly. That's like way too cheap. And my daughter was asking like how much I got when I was little. And I think I said like $2, a dollar for a tooth. She's like, oh, that tooth fairy is so cheap. And I'm like, oh, God. So what do I do? I don't even have any cash in my wallet, like enough cash in my wallet, you know, and I want to get it done right away because I get so into my post-bedtime TV time, like Netflix, whatever. I'm watching you now, um, which is pretty good, I guess. At first, I was like, eh, this is kind of cheesy, but it's good. So anyway, I was worried I would forget to do the tooth fairy money. And so I had like $3. So... I put it in, okay, and there's the other issue. She wanted to put it under a pillow, but I'm like thinking, how do you do this? Because she's a light sleeper, so she's going to see me. So then someone on a Facebook group, all my mama friends, was like, oh, I hang it from the door, the pillow. We have a, a tooth fairy pillow that my mom got. So I hang it from the door, and I put the $3 in, and I'm like, oh, feeling kind of guilty. It's only $3, but I'm adding it up. How many teeth? Do they have 20 teeth? Am I going to do $20 every two? Like, I'm a little, you know, thrifty. I don't want to say cheap. It's not that nice. So I'm thinking about all the money. And I don't sound crazy when I talk about this this much, when I think about this. No anxiety whatsoever. I think to be clever, we have like one (laughs) – we never have any food in our fridge. So we have one apple. So I decided to make it kind of clever. And I also thought, don't do my own handwriting. I don't even know if she knows my handwriting, so I did cursive. And so I said – an apple a day makes the tooth fairy say, yay, get it? Because if you bite into apple, more te- uh, teeth will come out. So I thought that was kind of cute. And I told my husband about it, like expecting like, oh, that's awesome. But he's like, oh, <laughs> okay. And I tell my sister how much I put in the tooth fairy. She's like, ooh, that's really cheap. I'm like, what are you talking? She's like, yeah, at least like five. So I'm having anxiety the next morning. But my daughter wakes up. She, this chick has character. She wakes up and she's like, and I think she only found two, even though I gave three. So at first she finds two, then she finds three. And she like liked, she was happy. I mean, she wasn't like ecstatic, but she wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe the tooth fairy almost only gave this much. She just kind of went with it. So that was my experience. And I think I'll probably go for five next time um, and try to do cute things. It's just such a big deal to them. It gives me anxiety just talking about it. Okay, I'll move on. So we talked about the poop. We talked about tooth fairy. Oh, this is also kind of interesting. When my daughter was practicing, went to play practice every day, uh, at the week before the big Winnie the Pooh play, she went every day after school from 4.30 to 8. So my son and I went to the YMCA. We went swimming. That is like their favorite thing to do. It is not my favorite because um, it's just a lot and you're wet and you're cold and there's just, it's a process, but they have so much fun doing that. So we go into the changing room and I open the door and there's just like poop. Why am I talking about poop constantly? This is like my life. And when I did the stand-up comedy one time, a lot of it was dedicated to poop. Poop's just funny. Even if you're like a 39, am I going to be 39? 39-year-old woman. So there's just poop like on the seat. I'm not. There wasn't even a toilet there. It's just there. And like this, you know, the janitor or whatever was cleaning it up. And then I go to the next stall. It's just simply more poop. It's like, what is going on here? I can't believe this made it to my list of what's going on. Now I am going to talk a little bit about decluttering. February break, which you'll probably hear this in March, I thought to do a Facebook Live decluttering party. I'm noticing, you know, a lot of clients, they struggle and I want them to feel confident kind of making choices on their own, getting motivated, trying to make this more fun. 
So I thought it'd be fun to get people on Facebook Live and to motivate each other. And I'll be there, let's say, one to two hours. Some people can just come in for 15 minutes. So the idea is to kind of make it fun, hold each other accountable, and just, you know, feel empowered that you can do this. Like, it's overwhelming. Even my sister, who's super organized, like I helped her with her basement and she was like, oh God, this is overwhelming. So it's it's hard for a lot of people, but let's try our best to make it fun because I do believe it's a good way to get instant relief and feel lighter and feel better. I don't really know. I guess exercise, there's, you know, it's one of those things that you'll just feel better. My sister was talking about uh, this tip. If there's like a, let's say there's a shelf or there's a drawer that's bothering you in your house, it's just disgusting or, you know, there's just so much crap in it, you don't even know what to do. Put it in a laundry basket and get comfortable maybe sit by the TV and just relax and slowly go through it. And stuff that you don't want, you get rid of either trash or donate and the other stuff can go back on the shelf. Like it's that it's not, it doesn't have to be, you know, a certain time. It could be a 15 minute thing where you're relaxing. Like it doesn't have to be this big to do. So that is my tip. I am here today with the amazing Jen Gulbrand. I've never said your last name before, so I was a little nervous about it. Jen Gulbrand is the founder of She Breathes Balance and Wellness Studio, women's empowerment ambassador, wellnesspreneur, intuitive business and mindset coach and healer. Whoa. She she has to go into more detail about what that is because that's a lot of like important words that we need to delve into. Jen believes there are big universal energy shifts occurring and that women are being called to step up and serve the world through heart-centered businesses. Oof, that's a lot. You're taking on a lot there. But I am so glad that I met you maybe two years ago. I believe it was two years, yes. I mean, when I saw these titles, I'm like, yeah, you are a women empowerment, a women's empowerment ambassador. That is like an, a title I've never heard before, but that is what you do. It's amazing what you do. Thank you. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for including me. I feel like I've been nudging you for a while, not to be on the podcast, but to come to meetings because you're such a powerhouse and such an inspirational. Now I'm kissing up to you. Such an inspirational <laughs> person. It. Yeah. Keep going, Becky. Go on. You just talk about how great yeah, I am the whole podcast. On. Yeah. What else? Go on. When people compliment me, I say go on, but inside I'm like dying a little bit of embarrassment. Mm -hmm. But then afterwards I think about it and I'm like, oh, someone thinks I'm great. Tell me. Where did this vision come from? What does it entail? We'll start with one question. Where did this come from? That is a very good question. To answer it, I have to give a little bit of context. So I ran my own, I founded a business 21 years ago in the life sciences space, which was a sales training company creating educational materials for pharmaceutical company representatives, which makes oh. me laugh now when I tell you about that. So <laughs> I did that for 21 years. And I always say that that business fed my family because literally that's what it did, mm -hmm. but did not necessarily feed my soul because mm. I went on my own kind of journey of enlightenment and self-care right in the middle of that 21 years. And at, over time, it didn't feel in alignment with who I was. And what I cared most about. But of course, you know, stories in our head about our responsibilities for other people, the financial realities of life, you know, kind of just kept stuffing down some of those feelings of this isn't right. This isn't sitting right for me. So, but I continued on on my path 
and I had all these ideas and notebooks and journals of things I wanted to do, you know, when I grew up. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and then, you know, everything changed for me. And this is, sounds like a sad story. And, and it was at the time. And, and I share it with everyone who comes to the studio because I think it's so much a part of what started me on this, this journey. And my, a good friend, a very good friend, got diagnosed with stage four non-smoking lung cancer mm. at 52 years old. And mm. my whole world just looked really different overnight. Mm. And we spent lots of time together at her kitchen table talking about how, you know, I could support her and her family on, on that journey, which was difficult. And one day she looked at me and she said, Jen, what are you waiting for? And it just, she gave me the kick in the pants, really. I can't say the other word on (laughs) on the air. I probably could. um, To really just stop and think about the fact that we really only have today, Mm -hmm. right, for certain. And to just follow my heart and my dream. And so I found out that the space that we're in now, this beautiful studio that you spend time in, was going to be coming up for, it was going to be vacant. Uh, the build, the business that was in there was leaving. And it happened to be through the building on the other side where I had my business. So I just decided to take a leap of faith and I asked for a lease. I actually went home and told my husband, oh, P.S., I'm signing a lease for this space. And he looked at me, you know, like he normally does when I have crazy ideas. (laughs) And yeah, and I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just know I'm going to do it. And so that was in June. And I went on vacation to Wellfleet with my family and literally everything downloaded out of me in terms of what I was going to create. I came back July 8th to get the keys and we literally opened September 6th. Oh, wow. It was insane. Typical Jen fashion. You know, I'm an Aries, so I just get an idea in my head and I do it. But you do it. That's awesome. Not so, everyone does it. That's true. That's true. But if I stop and think about it too long, then I won't no, execute. Yeah. Thinking's overrated. Yeah. yeah. So how – so I basically – my mission in, in initially um, was to create and hold space for women at the time to come together and practice self-care because most of us know intellectually that it's important, but we don't necessarily always follow through on that either because we're always – you know, we're programmed to take care of our partners and our children or our employees, whatever it is we feel, whoever we we feel responsible for. I just wanted to put that concept out for people, for women primarily, that it's okay to, to take a pause and take care of yourself and put your mask on first. Hmm. So self-care was a really big concept that I wanted to put forward. But then, of course, the other one was just how important it is for women to have female connection Mm -hmm. and friendships and how much that impacts our overall health and wellness journey. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I started. And then, as you know, over time, this whole women in business group kind of emerged out of it. I feel like I planted a bunch of seeds and then started to all all kinds of beautiful things started to pop up. And so I created that Women in Business Collaborative kind of as a secondary initiative. Okay. But that's, you know, been really um, great for so many women. So that wasn't there since the beginning because that's when I came. Yeah, I think think it it wasn't part of my original plan, Mm -hmm. but I definitely – I started the the two memberships right away, but it wasn't part of my initial vision until I – you know what? I actually think how it happened is I started reaching out to women that I had dealt with on my self-care journey 
And I started to think about how many women in, um, you know, healing businesses, or, or I shouldn't say just in healing in general, they're they're putting their passions towards taking care of others. Don't necessarily have those business skills. Mm-hmm. They might not know how to market themselves, or or maybe they're not valuing their services the way they could be. So I was thinking I could take some of my business skills and help those women to. Um, to apply to apply them to heart-centered businesses. And that's really where the collaborative was born. And but now we have members that are, you know, we have a lot of woo-woo people, I right. call us. Yeah. Um, you know, Reiki healers and yoga teachers and um spiritual mediums, but we also have, as you know, lawyers and financial planners and real estate agents and women who are really just looking to lift each other up. And that's the spirit behind our collaborative is I don't, we can have 50 coaches. You know, it's not about competing. It's really about we all come to the table with our own unique flavor and gifts to offer. And together we collaborate, we co-create, and we rise. I mean, what was I a first, long answer. I'm no, sorry. it was awesome. No, I just feel zen in being in your presence a little bit. I'm not sure. I guess I must have reached out to you and you said come to the studio. This is a couple of years ago, I believe. Time is just a – I'm not really sure where I am in time. But – I came into the studio and I was like, oh, and I'm sure, does everyone come into the studio and they're like obsessed with it? Well, their shoulders drop. Do they really? Oh, totally. It's so fun to watch the transition. Yeah. Do most people want to move in? Most people do, including myself. You know, if it was you probably could get away with it. It was zoned for residents. I might just put a shower in and stay. Might as well. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's the. um, I put a lot of time into. I shouldn't say time. Because I, it all sort of flowed out of me. But I, I really wanted the space to be inviting and welcoming for anyone who walked in. So you know all the little touches that we have, you know, really cozy, comfortable places to sit and lots of bright colors and um, – but peaceful – yeah, even when kind you walk serene. towards it, you see those pillows and you're like, oh, I know, where am I going? I, I know, I put my little touches everywhere. The building uh, management isn't so thrilled about that, but hey, did I feel like it's it? an improvement. Did you design I it? I did. I what? Worked, you're I d- that good at designing? Well, you know, I, it was all in my head. And then I worked with wow. my friend Robin, who's also a member of the studio, and she, she's an actual graphic designer, so she created my logo okay. once I explained to her what I wanted. But we worked together. Um, I had a vision. I knew the colors I wanted. I, I knew I wanted, you know, aromatherapy and a library and an art gallery. I just wanted it to be, a, you know, my version of a man cave. But Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a <laughs> she, definitely a she cave. Yeah. So I came in. I was impressed. I, like, oh, my God, I want to be part of this. Not even knowing really what it was. Then you told your story about your friend. I'm getting emotional. And I was just, I just definitely wanted to be a part of it. And the fact that I was starting a new business and there was this collaborative, um, you know, and I wish I took advantage of more of the offerings there because it's, there's so many things to do. I hear people talk about like, ooh, uh, coaching, how to be a better partner. I'm like, ooh, I want to go to that. Full moon, have no idea what that is because I'm not woo woo, but why not embrace what, full moon? Sure. Why not? There's just so many great yeah. things. So what are so, what is the memberships? What do the memberships look like exactly? And what are mm-hmm. like, go into more of the offerings because you do a lot of different things. So sometimes it's hard to explain because it is, it's so it's, much. There's nothing really like it, which, right. are, which makes it fun and also a little challenging to explain. So first of all, what I want to make clear is anyone can come to anything we offer. You do not have to be a member of She Breathes to come and mm-hmm. enjoy the educational programming that we offer and the community that we've built. So I have a lot of people who may not necessarily – 
um, join as a member, but they still come and they, they pick and choose the things that they feel resonate with them. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. I also want to say that, um, our community is open to men as well. And we do have men in, we always say, Oh, enlightened men find us, right? <laughs> so we have men who come to our events. We have art gallery openings and, um, art's beautiful. We, and as you know, we thank you. As you know, we have, we have fun things like open mic night. Oh and boy. So we, <laughs> my debut have, comedian. Yeah, your debut. <laughs> you were so, you were so, you stole the show. So Go we on. have men, men are certainly welcome to everything that we do as well. Um, and then, so the membership. So we have two different memberships designed for um, two different groups. So I have an individual membership and that's really for any woman who's or man who's looking for community, seeking community, a place to hang out and have a tribe of people who are like-minded and like-hearted. I think people are so isolated today. We're so, you know, busy in our lives and social media and all of the, you know, kind of exterior forces that we that we manage every day i think folks really are looking for community now more than ever before so i think that that's you know just a really important member membership opportunity so you you want to come you want to come to classes and you know take some yoga do a writing class um come to a full moon manifesting circle maybe try something that you haven't explored before that's that's the individual membership. You you can come to the open studio hours during the day. You get a discount on the programming that we offer, and you're part of an online community as well as a, a physical one. Um, we and have, open studio is where people go to work and collaborate, right? That's what you're the working Wednesdays. Uh, so we have Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays oh, are open studio get hours. With it, Becky, yeah, they're really designed for whatever you need. So if you want to come in and have a collaborative workspace, wonderful. That's that's an opportunity. Women are always there and happy to give you feedback on whatever you're working on. You can come in and um, put your headsets in and meditate or or read a book from the library or meet with a friend. It's kind of a Ooh. really cool little um, meetup space. We also have a healing room so you can get a different kinds of treatments if you just need some self-care, um, we have massage therapist. I do Reiki healing there. We have craniosacral therapy. So there's opportunities to come in for just yourself or also to connect with other women that you either bring in as a guest or with one another. So that working space is nice. That's awesome. I always want to take advantage of that, but then I feel like it would be a, a perfect place to do work. But then I'd be distracted because I want to hang out with people. So I never really know. But I just got to go yeah. for it. Yeah, Why not? You know, it's funny. People come in and they get what they need on that day. I mean, some days people are just hanging out and chatting. But others, you'll see people in the you know other parts of the studio or in the large kitchen that we have with their headsets in listening to a podcast. So there's or, antisocial people like yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> no, we don't look at it that way. No, They're I just know. getting shit done. Yeah, I want to get Oops, I want to get stuff done. No, that's okay. <laughs> now you just went went really. Uh -oh. Um, and so the other kind of membership that you're well aware of is our collaborative business membership. So that's designed for women in uh, some kind of a professional pursuit. And I hate to word, use the word professional sometimes because people think business, but it doesn't have to be business. It could be a coach, a Reiki healer, an artist, a teacher, you know, a declutterista, <laughs> for example, um, right? A parent coach, whatever it might be. So that selling oils, yeah, right? essential, oils. essential oils. We yeah. have so as you know, there's over a hundred women in our collaborative and they all have something really fun that they bring to the table. So that membership is really designed to help those women make personal and business connections for themselves. 
So there's many benefits to that. We meet monthly, as you know, and somebody from the group just offers up a, a presentation or an experience to the group so that people can get to, they can get to know what your gifts are. So, you know, you might come in and talk to us about how you go in and help people clear the clutter in their homes. We might have that one month, the next month we might have a divine feminine drum circle followed by a digital marketing talk. So it's really Anything goes pretty much. Yeah, anything goes. And as you know, they're super casual. And um, then we just leave time to introduce one another and have a little connection time. And those meetings we always videotape so that if you can't make a meeting, because let's face it, people are crazy busy, that you can um, watch it in – we video them so you can watch it from the She Learns library that we make available as part of that membership. We're also going to start live streaming. We tested it last night Hmm. so that people can watch from their homes in real time, which will be cool. So that's the collaborative membership. We have the monthly meeting. You, your biggest benefit, I believe, is that you have access to the space to schedule workshops or classes. And that what I do is I set all that up for you. I create the, the social media marketing pieces, which I share with you. And then we kind of go out to our individual networks and our community of people on my mailing list. And we generate an audience and we co-host that program together. People love that kind of equal exchange of energy model. The other thing is we'll do, we'll highlight you in a game changer profile. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've done one yet. I did. Oh, did you do one? The only thing, I haven't over. done a presentation in front of everyone, but oh, I did the game changer and I did a workshop. So I'm almost using all my oh, perks. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> so, right. So there's so there's a game changer profile, which is like a little interview that we put out on social media to introduce, you know, our the, our members and how they're, you know, their superpowers, how they're impacting the world in a positive way. We also have a directory on our website where people can search for different people by the topic that they need, and it drives them to your website and to your pages. We have an online member group as well as our public Facebook group, so people can go on there and collaborate, and you can promote events that you're doing even outside of the studio because as long as it's in alignment, which is women lifting each other up, it's I'm all for it. So the membership, you know, is a lot more designed for for women who are looking to grow their business, make connections, but also, you know, personal and business connections, which mm-hmm. I think is, I still am a firm believer that business comes from personal oh, relationships, yeah. oh, no matter. That's the best part. Yeah. I was saying to my sister, one of the best things about having my own business is all the incredible people I've met through oh, yeah. She Breathes and Pepper Lane. Yeah. And I... There's a lot of room to meet people like at these collaborative meetings. There's so many women there, but I just head right out. I go in and then I head out. I don't I like don't even know who to talk to. It's, you know, I have to get back. But there's oh, I know you, but I want to know you. I so know. I get a little overwhelmed. So I just leave. But that's oh, not so, the way to work it. Well, you know, it's funny. People are busy and sometimes people have to, to scoot out and you know, or don't know who kids. to talk to. And leave. I don't know who to talk to. And leave. So I do both. Well, I don't want you to feel that way. No, no, no. But 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 I honestly think there. that's why we have lots of touch points during the month during mm. the month. I mean, those are really meant to be a formal kind of let's not formal I hate that word but uh, a regularly scheduled opportunity to get together but there's so much dialogue going on online and we've got stuff at the studio every day and almost every night and those are really designed for more frequent touch points where you can come and access some great learning but also have you know have some fun like next week we're just going to do a fun little valentine's day mixer um with no agenda where people can just come hang out and have a little bubbles and some snacks and just 
you know, have kind of a girl's night out. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just such a per- – it's like going to the spa and then it's just – it's like a party. Um, <laughs> I want to backtrack a little bit. So when you were in your first business, you you were talking about alignment. That's not just a typical – like you seem to be interested in like um, the woo-woo and the self-help. So how did you get into that? When did you start to get into that world? That's so interesting. I, um, I had a friend when I was um, – so, okay, let me back up. <laughs> so I feel like I went through this – journey of enlightenment during that 21 year period. So I was, you know, a lot of male energy, right? I'm going to build this business and I'm going to, you know, I'm in the corporate world, pharmaceuticals. And, you know, I had a woman, a woman business partner, but we were all about, you know, measuring up and, and there's nothing wrong with male energy. I just feel like, you know, we're sometimes we're propelled forward to climb this corporate ladder and mm. to make our name for ourselves. And so we did that. We we built this business from scratch with employee number one. And um, for 21 years, we became a market leader in that space. And, you know, I was making good money and I, I had great a great, great team of people. And I was able to coach those people and help them develop and grow. It was a super successful company. But then I started to, you know, you get older and you start to mature and look a little bit more introspectively into what you care about. And I was starting at that time to, you know, take yoga classes 15 years ago and um, experience meditation and how those things really helped me feel more balanced. And it was just kind of this slow unpeeling of layers that I didn't know were there. And I started to realize, you know, I really, um, I want to do something that makes me feel like I'm giving back to, particularly at the time, to women. Because I, you know, I hear I was a woman in business and seeing how hard it can be, the this kind of locks that are put up for, for you. And I started to recognize too that that male energy was really driving me and it didn't feel in alignment with who I am because quite frankly that's only half of who I am, right? And there's, I just feel like, as you mentioned, there's big universal shifts happening right now where women are being kind of called to rise up and become more in balance with men, not rise up over men, but kind of just become more in balance. And so that energy is a little more equal. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the world needs that right now Mm. without getting into lots of politics or anything else. I just feel like women have an important role we always have in history. Mm-hmm. And we need to be at this, we need a seat at the table in all aspects of our life, mm-hmm. whether it's parenting or, or running a business or being an employee and, or in our relationships, personal relationships. I think it's just important that we kind of get back into balance. And, um, so that's a long answer to your question because it was a journey. And mm-hmm. I woke up one day and I was like, especially when I when I lost my friend and I really had to think about what where I wanted to spend the next, mm. you know, part of my life. And I wanted to do something good. And I knew it was around women and girl self-image. I mean, we've had so many great programs for tweens and young young girls because I want my daughter and future generations mm. to grow up feeling empowered and capable and like they can really just show up for who they are and mm-hmm. stand in their truth because you know generations ago that really wasn't happening and I I wasn't raised to to think about taking care of myself 
and that that was okay. That just wasn't as, I think, up front and center as it is today. Mm -hmm. I love seeing young women come in and they get it already, which Mm -hmm. makes me feel happy. And of course, I'm teaching my daughter how important it is to be who you are. And She's so awesome, by the way. She is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Whole package. I, yeah. I didn't make her, so I can brag. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think the journey was a long one, but a very, um, like so many of us, um, everything happens as it should, when it should. And yeah, I just discovered this part of me that I didn't know was even under there. And I, I, I feel, so I left that business in um, December of this year. And oh, like, wow. Okay. That, which, which was huge. After 21 years and three months, to be exact, wow. I walked away. I kind of just let it go, which is scary because, you know, there are implications of that. But I've learned to kind of trust the universe. And we were just talking about this before we started. And abundance of opportunities are opening up. I decided in addition to having this container, this She Breathes community that I created, that now I was ready to step up and be an individual contributor. And so I have, last year at 56, I spent 10 months going through my yoga teacher training. You, uh, that was going to be my next question because yeah. I know you have a lot of stuff that you do too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, for you. I, it was really great. Um and I've been I've studied Reiki Master Healing for the last couple of years, so I've just now been certified at the highest level of Reiki Master Teacher. Wow. So I can also teach and attune other people. I love the energy healing. I have it to try that. So fun. I was watching a video with my headaches, and I was touching my head. So. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's crazy, right? We're all energy. The chair, you, me, the TV. I mean, we're all made up of energy, and we forget that sometimes. Um, so that's been really great. And what I'm really most excited about is I've come out of the closet um, <laughs> as an intuitive um, coach. So I'm working with, with women who are, you know, in life's transitions, um, which could be many things, right, um, to just kind of connect with what that soul purpose is for them, which because mm. I've gone on this journey, it took me a long time mm. because I didn't have that support. So I want to help women get in tune with that and and then really determine what they what they want. You know, most women I talk to, they want freedom. <laughs> they want flow, transformation. These are the words that I've been using because I think it resonates with so many of us. Mm-hmm. So I've been working one-on-one with women on that on that journey just for the last couple of months and helping them realize um that they can elevate their life personally and professionally. It's it's really, it's all there for them. So that's been really exciting. And then I also started, um, which you heard about last night, yeah. some mastermind groups, which is um, just really bringing six to eight women together and holding space for each other and listening, hearing out one another's goals and then helping with resource sharing and giving feedback, you know, to one another and just holding us all accountable. So that's been pretty Is that fun business too. or is that personal any everything or It can be either. Mm-hmm. Most of the women are um pursuing either uh, you know, they're solopreneurs. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, or entrepreneurs or they or some of them are just starting trying to figure out what they want to do in their in their next phase mm-hmm. and some are looking to rebrand or kind of niche what they are doing um so it's been we it was it was just been i think we're about five weeks into our um eight week 
cycle and it's been great. Yeah, it sounded like people, people really pumped it. about it. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's something I want to be offering as well. Um mm-hmm going forward but so yes i'm a whole new me and <laughs> how's it feel to let go let it go yeah let it go we can sing the song um hmm. really good yeah i mean again scary mm-hmm. um that paycheck's not coming in like it was before but i just i i feel really lighter and oh, yeah. um decluttered decluttered <laughs> you declutter yeah business? i gotta get you to my house though oh, i'm not decluttered there i'll live there if it looks <laughs> like she breathes so i'm gonna just hide in there oh you're fine <laughs> yeah no um i just uh i feel good i feel like i've found my path and i'm still young enough and healthy enough to really put 100 percent of my energy into it and i i can tell you just watching women the transformation that happens um, and the connections that people are making through this space mm. and this community make me so happy. And then I see them go off and do things together, co-create. Yep. I, it's just, it's exactly what my intention was. I, I, but it's so much, it's just become so much bigger than I ever imagined. And it's, it's great. It's so awesome because you're such a role model because not only have you pursued and started your own business that wasn't necessarily your dream, you're also pursuing kind of your dream and your passion. So you kind of have it all together. I'm sure you feel that way. way. I'm sure you feel (laughs) that way every day. Oh, every day. So yeah, how do you stay sane? I mean, it's probably maybe a little bit easier to stay sane now that you've decluttered a business, but um, what do you do? Do you like heal yourself? What's going on? (laughs) Well, we all need... All coaches need coaches. Okay. <laughs> so we all need our own coach. Um, and absolutely, I have my group of um, of people that I go to for my own self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all at She Breathes now. Yeah, Because I, I br- brought them there. But, you know, it's – I think it's a big part of it. I mean, I know all the things that I'm supposed to be doing. You know, let's meditate every day and, and move our bodies and nourish my – you know, nourish ourselves with – I know. Nourish, <laughs> we both do that at the same time. <laughs> nourish myself with good foods and um, – and, you know, spend time in healthy relationships with people who lift me up hmm. versus tearing me down. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are all things that I think I'm more mindful of now than mm-hmm. I may have been as, you know, earlier earlier on in my life. Um, but look, we all have days, right? And it's so funny. One of the things I'm working on is in my coaching business is this whole concept of vibration and frequency. And when we are operating from lower vibration emotions like fear and jealousy and shame and guilt, you know, we're vibing way down here. And that doesn't help anybody. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help us feel good. It doesn't help the people that are around us. It's just not a healthy place to stay. We all go there. But I'm mindful now of pulling myself up out of those low vibration frequencies and focusing on the positive mindset. Mm the possibilities, endless possibilities that we have and staying, you know, vibing higher and, and, um, it makes such a difference. It's huge. Once people understand the power of of mindset, it's Mm -hmm. not woo woo people. It's It's like there's science behind this. Yeah. I mean, once I started listening to podcasts that talked about this stuff, I was just like, whoa, everything's different. And I'm not trying to be like pat on the back here, but and I don't really understand the vibration. I hear a little bit about law of attraction, yeah. but I'm very open to opportunities, to meeting new people. So I think that helps me lead an exciting, interesting, successful life. Oh, you're you know, so positive. Your energy is so positive. I I will just accept that and not diss myself. You, you should. But- <laughs> because have you ever heard that statement that your energy introduces you before you even speak? 
It's no. a quote. I don't, I don't know who said it, but it makes so much sense to me. Like, you know how you walk into a room you can, or, and you, you, you can like feel it when you're with somebody that's just, you don't, they don't even have to talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if you're empath, an if, empath. Especially if you're an empath. But I think anyone can, you get a sense, right? You get a, oh, quickly. you get, you get yeah, a you gut, go, a gut check. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it's really, um, you have a, you, I think you're mo- more woo-woo than you think, my friend. That's what my um, massage guy said. He said, yeah. I think you're um, – he thinks that I could do some uh, – well, not medium sort of stuff, but like the intuitive yes, stuff just because absolutely. I I kind of sense how people are feeling and I take on their energy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you just might be an empath then. That sounds yeah. like you just might be. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to do that sometimes as it you is. probably know. You have because... to really learn how to protect yourself from Yeah. That. Yeah, Go totally. in that bubble. Yeah, go in that bubble. Um, before I forget, I want to know, how did you come up with the name She Breathes? Were you not breathing like me and you're like, oh, I probably should breathe? That is such a good question. So oh, I hope I can do this without getting emotional. So, oh, sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's not She Cries. No, no it's not She Cries. <laughs> you can cry. Um, so my girlfriend, it's kind of twofold. Our breath is something that we all take for granted. Oh, yeah. It's this amazing tool that we all have that we're born with. We don't even think about it, right? I mean, without it, we're yeah pretty much screwed. Right. So, um, but people, I don't think, are taught just the power of it and mm-hmm. how, how it can take any traumatic situation and shift it if you just go inward and focus on your breath. You know, that was a big part of my wanting to have it in the name, but the the real reason was my friend was, you know, she was dying of lung cancer Mm. and she could, I mean, it was so hard to watch because something that we all take for granted was not something she had Uh. um, access to at the end. It was very difficult. And so I wanted this to be a tribute in some way to her and how she impacted my life and so many others. So the name was... You know, it kind of came from those two cons- those two thoughts, thought That's processes amazing. for me. You know, people, they leave this energy field, but they're still around us, people mm-hmm. who we love. And they basically just want us to, to feel that they are around us. And it can be scary for some people that kind of reject that, but it's not meant to be. They just want us to feel embraced and um, supported and connected. I was getting emotional. I was like, I might have to end this because I'm getting teary. I know. I'm and that's sorry. what happened when I first came to She Breeze. I was like, oh, I think I cried. Dude, does, that, does anyone? A lot of people do because it's a, a, they feel safe that's, there. Like okay. they can just release and they know it'll stay there. You should have like if you don't cry, then you're not welcome. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> sorry. Out, no, no, out no, the, no, 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 no. I'm totally kidding. I think people come and they, they get what they need. From yeah. Them, it's know? Everyone just needs to check it out. I remember when I first joined, I had like She Breeze Tourette's. I would just, every opportunity, I was like, and I went to She Breathes. You should go to She Breathes. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. That's true. Thank you. And I need to I get that back. I do talk about it a lot. People Thank hear you. about it. But yeah, it's amazing. Um, I just want to talk about some of the connections that I've made through She Breathes, through like a very simple exercise that you did during the collaborative meeting. So everyone was going to put their, let's say, a business card in a hat or something. Mm-hmm. And I picked... Clara. Clara. Oh, I love her. Yeah, Clara. she's awesome. I don't know if that was she was a guest then or she was a member no, she then. she was a member. Oh, she was a member. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I picked her car. We reached out. I was blown away by talking to her over the phone. Yeah. She said she had a book. She worked for Harvard. She was a coach. She was a mom. Another thing She Breathes does is there when there's a crisis, you guys kind of – we all kind of support oh, each other and help. Yes. So there's been some crisis among the group and people support each other. She had a crisis. She oh, was my second guest on the podcast. Crazy. Yeah. Um. 
she came to my she breathe my she breathe my pepper lane meeting now she's a, pe- a pepper lane community leader so it's just she's it's also great. my coach is she yeah oh cool yeah that's cool yeah she's a master coach now mm-hmm. so and um other people karen delano who's been on the podcast we've done workshops mm-hmm. together so i think i'm dipping my toe into she breathe like there's way more i could do if i made the time and things like that and i've already made met such amazing people so that's the fun part for me to just sit back and watch those relationships being formed um it really I, i've made some of my dearest friends from this tribe Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's it's so great. And I think people, even if you're not woo-woo or if you're just looking for something or you just have a little itch or just want a little bit more, it's kind of for everyone. It totally is. It's not all woo-woo, really. I mean, it's funny. We always say that. We're You know, most of the stuff we're doing is totally mainstream now. You know, people are incorporating this into their wellness um, programs for their employees um, because there are so much science behind the benefits of things like yoga and meditation. Mm. But but we have so much that isn't woo-woo, right? right? We have, you know, we have the art gallery receptions and um, writing classes and art classes and dance and movement. Sometimes we have African drum dancing. We've had belly dancing. It, um, we've, we do a lot around um, – Supporting women around nutrition, family, mm-hmm. you know, family dynamics. Family yoga. Right? We do family yoga, but we've also done, um, you know, parenting classes with Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of nutrition, you know, healthy eating stuff. We've done support groups for women going through divorce. We've done grief groups. Mm. We've done, um, you know, girl. What are you like, missing? I know. I no, don't really. Know. Are you missing anything? I don't know. Because every time somebody joins the group, they bring new things for us to experience, which is what makes it so fun. You, know? you have a marketplace too? Where- Oh, right. Yeah. Twice a year, we hold um, vendor marketplaces where we set up 20 to 25 different um, booths where members can come. They don't have to be members, actually. Anyone can come and they can promote their homemade goods, their services, and people can come and shop for, you know, unique Mother's Day gifts or holiday gifts. So that's a lot of fun, too. Those are all really well attended. Oh, and I should mention... Those kinds of events, any events that we have um, that are community outreach events, like our art gallery openings or our marketplaces, they're always tied to a giving project. Oh, that's big, yeah. I should talk about that. So every quarter we choose as a community a project that we can get behind and support. And we've done, you know, in three and a half years, so many. Um so then when we do those, do those marketplaces, for example, we'll sell raffle tickets and everyone will donate really great giveaways. Mm-hmm. We always give away memberships. And then that money goes to, you know, that money and anything else that we've collected for those three months goes to that giving project. And I think that's important because, you know, we're all so blessed and I, I think it's nice as a community to get behind helping others who yeah. need it. One so. of the many awesome things you do. So I want to just finish off any any tips in general you have because you're a very zen person, doing a lot of things, living your best life. So any tips or last minute uh, things you want to share with the audience? Oh, my gosh. I know. Put you on That's, the spot. I wish – you know, it's so funny. I, I always say I aspire to be zen. Trust me. Ask my family. I'm not zen in, in every moment of I my know. life. I know. Family doesn't see our, our <laughs> they, best self, right? No, they don't. They see the frantic, yeah. crazy pants, pants on fire. I think my advice would be um, a couple things. First of all, nothing's permanent. And sometimes it feels like what is ever is happening to us in that moment or in that aspect of our life can just be so daunting and overwhelming. And if you can just take a moment and – 
recenter yourself and remember that nothing's permanent Mm -hmm. and that you can get through it and um, you'll be supported in that process. And also just to give yourself permission to take care of yourself so that you can always be there for the other people that you love and and nurture Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, you need to, you need to put yourself on the list and find your peeps and find your peeps. Absolutely. Women in general, we need, we need community. Mm -hmm. I think everyone does actually, but, um, yeah, find, find a group of women that just make you feel like you can be authentic and show up as you are and, and know that they will love and appreciate you in just that form. Well, I'm so lucky to know you and keep doing what you're doing. You're doing amazing things for people. And I'm so glad that you're all day. She breathes. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. What are your social? Where do we find you? Okay. So our website is www.shebreathesbalance.com. And Instagram, shebreathes85. Um, I'm trying to think. Facebook, same. Um, She Breathes Balance and Wellness Studio. We have a public... A Facebook page, but we also have a public group. So you can go on and it's a good thing to like it because then you'll see all the happenings and the events. You can also get on my mailing list um, by just contacting me at info at shebreathesbalance.com or going on my website. And then you'll get like a weekly schedule of just kind of what's happening, um, which is good because I think it reminds people, oh, I want to sign up for that. And it makes it real easy. So, yeah, we're all over social media. And, and you're in Walpole. We didn't say where it is. Oh, Very local. Right. Walpole, we Massachusetts. We're at Woo-hoo. Walpole, Massachusetts. Yeah, right across the street down there. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. Thank you, Becky. I'm really grateful. 